lucky because I, um, I just, after he said I'm good, I hate recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm being very polite. But I'm not going to be polite to DC Comics. Welcome back to the Space Idol Collective Podcast. I'm yours, Desmond Desi is Dead Robinson. If you made it past the first, I'm just going to say, 18 seconds of this intro, thank you. I look at the analytics on Spotify. Wow. Just wow. Wow, they really only stick around for 18 seconds? No, 2 minutes and 14 seconds. Oh, 2 minutes and 14 seconds. Okay. But the 30% actually finish a whole episode. So the to the 30%, I fucking love you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we love you. We appreciate you. I would give you all a dinosaur sticker if I could. Uh, but I'm trying to do the math in my head. What's 30% of 50 listeners? 20? My math is probably way off. Anyway. Um, Yo. Uh, look, math is not my strong suit. All right, we all know this. Maybe you're a math kid, right? I cheated. Through, we all know, and they even said on the podcast, we true we I cheated all through community college just to get out of there. It'd be fifteen. Be fifteen. Fifteen is better than that. I cheated through my whole senior year. Cheated go. today at work. It was great. See, I literally used photo math on my algebra two uh, midterm. See, we're all great. a bunch of cheaters. In my phone under my calculator. <laughs> I cannot do math to save my life. See? We here at Space Eye Collective cannot do math. But I know this seems like every other episode we're shitting on DC, and this is very valid. We do. As someone who's grew up reading DC comics before I ever read Marvel, I hold them to a specific standard. But for the last five years, they have been shit. We don't want to shit on them, no. but they are just kind of digging themselves uh, deeper and, and deeper, so it's literally all we can do with how... We don't want to shit on them, but, like, the tubes are clogged and they keep yeah. clogging. They literally just keep, like, digging themselves underneath our toilets, so it's really the only thing we can do at this point. The only thing I can give them praise for only thing the harley quinn movie the harley quinn animated show peacemaker and james gunn suicide squad oh and the batman that is it i'm not giving praise to fucking shazam i don't care if you love it that shit is trash <laughs> like you can't let the heroes you know, and don't get me started on the joker including the one that's gonna have lady gaga like I, man, like, why do we still have to like? Why Joker? St- I'm I still don't get why Joker is always used as a face for. In this case, mental disability. I don't know because it's a very based opinion at this point. Because <laughs> I'm like, he is should he of all villains should not be the base of fucking. Uh, Disability. The amount of on media in comics and at television of verbal and physical abuser. 
specifically to women. But now let's give him a movie. Yeah, yeah because you know it makes sense. There's just so much in our media where it's like I don't know, I think cuz you know as we still like continue to grow and evolve um as a species mm-hmm. um you know there's just we just don't really put up with like the same old bullshit again so like when we get these movies that are made by like boomers and gen x that like still do those same tired tropes of like mental illness is you know causing people to be bad or whatever or even with oh my god i'm gonna go on a bit of a rant here because i one was very excited about this movie because obviously i'm a huge george miller fan but i watched three thousand years of longing last weekend um should i not watch it and it was like disappointment like it feels like that's an understatement and i know like my hopes were high but like oh my god how do i describe this Okay, this movie, visually stunning, narratively stunted, which is a shame, because, like, the movie is about storytelling, basically, and, like, the wonders of it, Um, but, like, the fat phobia in this movie, like, there's one scene, there's one scene like one story but it's like just all of the fat people in it are just like literally i'm saying this like literally the butt of a joke like literally a woman falling on her butt is the butt of a joke in this movie but not only that like Idris Elba is, like, telling all these stories. In the first story, you're like, oh, this is amazing. Like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I like this. I like this. Um, Then all the subsequent movies, like, I think it's in, like, Turkey is where it's based. And so, like, about, like, 75% of the stories, or maybe it's three stories, whatever. Anyway, most of the stories he tells, like, the Turkish people are not viewed in a favorable light. Like... I don't want to do, like, spoilery stuff, but, like, literally, there's, like, a man that plots to kill his own son. There's brothers that plot to kill each other. There's, like, again, with the fat jokes. Um, And it's just, it's just, it was such a disappointment, because I know, like, George Miller has such a, like, wide-ranging filmography. Yeah. And he does tell some really good stories. Like, not all of his movies are fucking winners, but, like, basically every single one of them, even stupid fucking Happy Feet 2, I was like, that was fine. I enjoyed it. Cool. Um, like, I'm never gonna watch the Happy Feet movies again, but I was like, yeah, this is fine. But, like, this is, like, the first movie I can, like, really think of that George Miller has done where the more I think about this movie, the less I like it. Like, I watched, like, first time I watched it, it's like, oh, okay, that was pretty cool, but, like, not that great. And then I kept thinking about it more and more. And then I'm like, yeah, but that was really stupid. And, like, it would have made more sense if they did this. And it's so, like, the more I think about this movie, the less and less I like it. Oh, no. Oof. Which just sucks because I'm just like, it's a new movie. Like, he is 
I don't want to say he's trying something new, but like, you know, he's telling a new story with, I mean, obviously like fucking Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba, like, damn. And it just, ugh. It sounds like I will be waiting to see this movie like I did Mad Max Fury Road at home because I was worried that it was going to be trash. Yeah, but that was a stupid fucking decision on your part for not watching Mad Max Fury Road in the theater like you should have. And I am going to die on that fucking sandy-ass hill. Well, you're going to die on that sandy-ass hill. I do not feel bad. But anyway, my whole rant was just like, especially with George Miller, because like Mad Max Fury Road was like such a fantastic movie that had like an amazing backstory of just like trauma and survival and like he didn't fucking like beat you over the head with it and this one just feels like i don't know he just forgot how to like make women cool like damn (laughs) what and so it's just yeah i don't know again like Generations still doing some tired ass old fucking tropes that really just need to die. The tropes, not the generation. But and speaking of tropes, the circle back on the the start of the topic because technically we was going to talk about one D and D Wizard of the Coast um, was talking about um, changes that's coming to D and D. Oh yeah, and our illustrious dm here the damn alumni writer i want to get his opinions on it but then on one D D. yeah but then this dc comics cover shit just stumbled upon <laughs> my feed and just like the blatant racism there's a cover of renee montoya with nothing but mangoes and a mexican flag all around her Yum. i'm like okay Wait, it gets worse than the bag of tamales? Uh-huh. Um, Blue, what? Blue Beetle got a cover. Um, the new Wonder Girl has a cover. Jessica Cruz, Greenlander, has oh a cover. Oh, God, no. Hawk Girl has a cover. And they all have some variation of food in it. And the Mexican flag is saying Viva La Mexico on it. Yo, what is this for? No. No. This is DC Comics Mexican um, Latin Heritage Month covers. Yo, what? Why? No. Oh God. They just did not start on Kyle Rayner. They doubled the fuck down. Oh, I like googling it. NPR's like DC Comics reduces Latinos to their food in Hispanic Heritage Month covers. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yo. Which one has the cover of you know a taco truck on every corner? Which which one? Where's where's that one? I want to see that cover. They were probably like, we're probably racist, but we want to go full one hundred percent racist. Uh, I'm pretty sure what they did was one hundred percent. Oh, it's very very much very much so. Yo, I mean like, yo, what? Yeah. Oh my god. They stumbled on the gold mine of shit that I already seen earlier today. 
Oh my god. That's crazy. Not exactly stumbling when you lead us to the rock and push us over it. I know. <laughs> I'm like, come on over. Come on over. Check this out. Yeah. That's I don't know how to feel about that, honestly. It's it's fucking tone deaf. Yeah, it really does feel like it's, I mean, I don't feel here's the thing. I don't feel offended, but at the same time I'm like, why? Like if it was legal reasons if you couldn't do recreating famous Latin artists um paintings for DC for the DC heroes, you have the fucking wealth for DC Comics. Just pay the fucking legal fees. Yeah. This is the whole pro- this is the whole problem with fucking streaming and video games. Um, ga- gaming companies are not putting the money. First, I'm gonna go with video games. Yeah. Per- person was complaining about why we're getting so little content, but they're making a whole lot of money. You just literally answered the question when this person was commenting. Out. EA Games is a perfect example. Madden 23 just came out, and it is being tr- dog shit trashed by every game reviewer. Even pro athletes are shitting on Madden 23. The game makes over billions of dollars every year it comes out. But they put very little into that game, money-wise. Yeah, because all they have to do is just copy-paste. Yeah. Um, Media, recently, Warner Brothers. We're going to cut all this content so we don't have to pay... Um, these con- these creators, these animators, more specifically. Oh, what happened? Friday of last week, they lost $20 billion trying to save $5 billion. That does not sound productive whatsoever. So, it's just companies trying yeah. to... Save- companies just trying to save money, and they really just fuck themselves over. And consumers like ourselves are just fucking tired of it. Yeah. I... Legitimately, I'm. I think I'm gonna cancel my HBO. When? Cause I I I know that Conan I know. movie. I know that Conan movie with Jason Momoa is trash, but I actually like it. It's a, it's a good bad movie to me. It's a good. But you've bad already movie. seen it though. But not in 4K. I have a 4K oh, TV. Oh, okay. And watch it. And watch it. <laughs> I feel like seeing Rose McGowan's terrible fucking wig is is not really worth here's it. The, here's, the thing, is, here's the thing then. You can't stand on the hill being like I fucking hate Warner and HBO when I'm the one that wants to cancel it and you're the one telling me to not cancel it for movies you've already seen. Yeah. Uh, all right, just let yeah. it, you can cancel it. Go ahead. Like absolutely watch the movies, watch it while you can, tell me when you watch it, keep it under a month. Will he take it over? I mean, that would just mean start your own account. That's yeah, all that would. I might as well just do that because I mean, our flag mean <laughs> Dev is coming back in 2023, man. I'm just like, I'm not gonna. Oh to- shit! Fuck. Okay, here's the thing too. Here's the thing too. Wait, that's the thing. I'm only gonna like. I mean, okay. Number one, I do not pay for HBO because like my friend gave me a login. But like, if I had it, I would still probably just fucking cancel it and then just like boot it back up for our flag means death. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. because like they can they keep track of those metrics, um, yeah. and so like if they're like, oh hey, this beautiful gay ass show 
is back and all of a sudden our fucking streaming is through the roof. Maybe we should do more good gay ass shit. Yeah, and yeah, that makes sense. And then on top of that, it's like, I don't feel... I don't feel like giving them my money. Just straight up, I just don't feel like giving them my money anymore. Cancel yeah. But I totally forgot that I need to watch House of Dragon. But I'm gonna watch the first episodes or whatever, and then if I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it the old anime try. I'm gonna give it three episodes. I don't like from what from what I'm hearing, it sounds icky. Literally amazed at how little I give a fuck about that show. Right? It's it's amazing how much people don't care about it. But people still talk about. Um, Like I think they said they already like renewed it for a second season. Yeah. I think is what I read, which I mean, fine. Again, I, I don't care. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I think I also read it was like a fifty percent dip between people that watched the first episode and people that watched the second one. So it was like maybe you uh, renewed too soon. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, we've already seen that they do not know how to handle their money correctly, and they're not oh, good investors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the I idea know. of like, hey, we're gonna put all our money in the show that is so tone deaf, like failed that people like universally okay. hated the ending Would... of it. But we're gonna renew that for two seasons, but cancel everything the fuck else. Yeah, I would love to be a fly on the wall of these meetings. Um, one, to see just how white and male the meetings are. Um, right. But, but two, just to be like, how, how many F-bombs are dropped in these meetings between like, all these men who don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. Right. Like, have you guys seen that TikTok series of the dude that keeps, like, pretending to be, like, the executives behind, like, discovering different shows? And the whole bit is that, like, before anything, like, he before he says anything, he pretends like he actually is, like, high on coke or some shit. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, like, the ad-lib guy where he's like, yeah. okay, yes! Oh my god, I love him. I yeah. love him. Isn't that the one you he said? legit comes up with, like, great fucking ideas, though, where I'm like, no, but I would watch that movie. It's, it's like, like the it's like the one I sent you guys about the Prey stuff. Yeah. I was gonna say the Predator one he did, where I was like, dude, no, but I would watch that Predator movie, son. Like, I, I sent that link to uh, my friend, he was like, I want that now. I want that movie now because that would be a badass fucking samurai movie, but with fucking Predator. Yeah, yeah. Imagine a samurai movie with Predator. That should be. Oh, cool. God! I hope so. I hope so. Dan Trachtenberg, let's get this going. Um, Is it David? Like no, Samurai. it's Dan. Dan yeah. Trachtenberg. Yeah, Dan Trachtenberg. Yeah. yeah. Um, floating on Instagram, there's a a behind the scenes clip of Danny Glover. In a Soul Train line with um, stuntmen dressed as a predator. That shit's funny, yeah. Yo, what? Yeah. There's like the whole video of the guys in the predator costumes fucking dancing. It's hysterical. <laughs> they just they just having fun. Like, yo, you, you up late? You have, you just getting your ass beat? And like, you know what? Let's have a fucking Soul Train line in the middle of uh, the the set piece. That's funny. Um, the fuck. Welcome to the Space Side Collective. That I am your host, Desmond Desmond Dick Robson. Welcome, that is, barely? 
We're going to do intro round two. That is the the producer extraordinaire running to save their puppies, the Damalama Rider. <laughs> uh, we have the elegant. They always make sure to have frozen grapes for their wine. We need Lavario. Not always, but most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have the toasted onion. I'm sorry, I zoned out. Why are, why are we doing the intro a second time? Because we technically we had golden. Because we didn't, we didn't do the the intro. So we're now what, like a solid? How far like into this episode? Twenty minutes. Are we we're yeah. twenty minutes. Twenty minutes in. in. Yep. This is probably why people only listen to us for two minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Yeah, it's, you can't get the intro out fast enough. We did it before. Mm-hmm. And we Anywho. have, and we have com- coming up the rear. We have returning quantum limits. Howdy, howdy! It's nice to be back. Welcome back. Uh, when he when Christian gets back, we'll um, talk about. Oh, he's like, oh, he brought the puppy. <gasps> oh my god, puppy! And look at the puppy. Oh my god, there's a dog. Uh, Is this a new puppy? One of them, yeah. <gasps> Wait, have I not told you that my dog had puppies? What? No! Yes. I missed this memo. Mm-hmm. My dog had puppies again. <gasps> oh my god, sweet baby angel. I don't know why, but this little girl's been crying outside a lot, and I'm sorry that I had to walk away, but then come back. No, it's fine. No, it's okay. But she's, she's way more important than us. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, um, to... I, I know there's some people who like to probably see us on video. You'll never get to see this. Mwahahaha. All right. <laughs> some posted awful. on the Instagram. Some, um... This was supposed to be a DVD-heavy um, focused episode, so we'll get this one part out the way. This Sunday session was very <laughs> interesting. Yeah, this Sunday session. Um, I'll say this. This is this is not a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A gripe. This is not anger. I'm just like everything that was like we we written leading up to this. I was like, oh okay, this is a thousand percent different. And that's fine because I kept on getting tripped up on everything that was different. That, um, but also we had some funny comedic moments mainly because I had shit rolls majority of the night. Oh yeah, shit rolls are fun though. That's the thing. Shit rolls are never something you should be afraid of because they're always fun. Yeah, uh, me rolling a four and getting electrocuted on an electrified fence. Um, trying to go for a running jump, rolled a seven on no, technically a five, which totaled out to a seven on my athletics check, and then just eating fucking grass. Oh, yeah. Flipping. <sighs> I can just imagine Leiliana being like, well, I did always tell you to eat your vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, eat your vegetables or become one. And then, um, <laughs> then my, on my end, Discord problems, like, fucking always. Having to jump in and out, in and out, having to go on the fucking laptop. Had to go old school, sitting on a bed with no fucking back support. And then coming in and be like, oh, I just with the mouse and like, oh, I went around the corner and cut out the power. I was like, motherfucker. 
So didn't do no perception, proper perception checks what whatsoever. I was like, damn, I'm having an off night. I'm not doing what a rogue's supposed to do at all. We get in. We finally get in because somebody went in, just unlocked the fucking lock. Into a warehouse. Into yeah. a warehouse. Now the it was. Sorry, I was gonna say the intention was to steal stuff in the warehouse. We stole something, but we didn't steal. We didn't steal anything like a value we can pocket, because we saw one of the texts from the archipelago. For context, if you're just now joining us, we had a three-week battle. Um, fighting Solomon the Pitfiend and in a specific area the D&D version of the Bermuda Triangle which is the Ocular Archipelago under the water we found this technology which is not native to the world that our illustrious DM Christian Ventura created thank you but you don't have to keep adding illustrious to the front of it man I'm just your DM I'm thing. hyping you up motherfucker so like people like Dimension 20 and Credit Grove were like if they stumble on this and they get this far you can get hired as a writer Thank you. I appreciate it. Hyping you up. So quiet. Um, we find out my character's brother is using this one of the texts to hold a book of all things hidden in this damn thing. Yeah, because right? books are boring, right? Yeah. Especially in Yeah, like a book? What the fuck is this book for? Oh my God. Yeah, Benny, wait. You don't know this yet. Oh my God. I can't wait for you to hear this. So, I used the card that I took from the that battle, that Solomon battle, and I opened the thing, take the book, and it wasn't expecting alarms to go off. Okay, <laughs> was not. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, you're like, telling me you went in somewhere to steal hold on, something hold on, hold on. and didn't expect the alarm. Let me let me finish. Especially when that something was locked in a case. Let me finish. <laughs> now, I did initially thought alarms, but then I remembered because Christian said earlier, he was like, as you can see in Antiva now, they have electricity, they have power. This is now the industrial revolution we're in, like Legend of Korra. And that's where the dumb thinking in my mind went off. I'm like, oh, yeah, there would be fucking alarms. Oh, wait, and also early in the session, they're look, physically looking for a person who's fucking with their shit, so, which is the other two people. They're looking for Liliana and they're looking for Maxim. So obviously they're going to be fucking traps. But we take the book and we run. We get in the sewer, to which Jason's character do not like. We look at the book and it says Belthor. Once again, for context, Belthor in our world is for the big book of monsters. And the question was like, keep on reading the book. It says Belthor Trevelyan. And it's not a um, a book of monsters or book or anything. It's a, it says grimoire, which means Belthor is a wizard. Hold up, hold up. Your great 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 grandfather was a witch. Yep. Was that was that maker? <laughs> Wicked witch of the east, bro. <laughs> 
But then we got a, a good little stinger at the end. Mason's name is scribbled right under our great great grandfather's name. Oh, oh my God! Did you have like that dun 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 music in the background? Cause like, yeah, uh, that was when the alarms went off. <laughs> when they learned that information was when the alarms went off. Uh -huh. We need like, oh my God, no! Okay. Christian, you need like the telenovela music, like. <laughs> Oh my god. I should. I'm gonna put this one outside. Okay. Oh my god. Bye, sweet baby angel. Ay, Dios mío, no. Ay, Dios mío. Yes, in Spanish. <laughs> so, yeah. That happened. Nice. I legit. I remember now, yes, I did pull what Jason did. I just gave Kirsten the bare minimum of just certain characters. And I just like, this is what this is how they are. I'll let you do whatever you want with everything else. I always assumed my character. Back. I feel like you're stretching the truth a little bit, bro. When you say you gave Christian the bare minimum of characters to do with what he will. No, there is certain characters that I didn't give like a full backstory to or like what race they are, anything. And then it was like certain things like I didn't go like in deep on great great grandparents or like grandparents or anything like that. Yeah, because I mean, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. So, also, like, why would you know that? <laughs> yeah, like I'm like I'm like I like Christian do whatever he wants. I was and I was fully expecting to be like, oh, he's just a whole hum ass character. No, no. I always should talk. This time. And that scene was what was that fucking movie? Was it Big Was it Big Daddy where he was like you underestimate the depth of my sneakiness? Or was it a different one? Oh my god, wait. <laughs> what Adam was Sandler movie Daddy? was it? Was it No, I don't think it was Big Daddy. No. No. Happy Shit. Gilmore? What was it? No, it wasn't Happy Gilmore. That wasn't I Mr. Think... Deeds, was it? <gasps> I think it was Mr. Deeds. Cuz I think Winona yeah, Ryder was in it. Yeah, it was John yes. Turturro. That's yes. what it was. Mm -hmm. You know, I have never yes. actually saw Mr. Deeds. Mr. It's, Deeds I mean, is it's, one of the few good ones, I think, honestly. And even then, it's, it's still fun. Yeah, it's an Adam Sandler movie, but it's like one of the ones where you're just like, okay, that wasn't terrible. <laughs> like, it's very much in the time when it came out. Like, what was it? Like, fucking 2005 or whatever the hell? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. But, like, I think it was still playing off of like, oh, this is Adam Sandler from The Wedding Singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, uh, oh, Wedding Singer. Such a good... Like, I do really like that song, though. Oh, my God. The one he sings at the end? Yeah, they're like, I want... Yes. That one. <laughs> oh, gets me every fucking time. Yeah, that's a good one. Where were okay. We? Anywho, um, <laughs> we were talking about, like, your sneakiness, and that's why this is... You this is not a black hole tangents episode, but this is how we tangent. <laughs> this is how we tangent now. <laughs> Welcome oh, to our spicy brains. <laughs> Oof. Way to butcher a Montel Jordan song. I never thought we would ever mention Montel Jordan. Ever. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> butchering everything. But yeah, that was uh 
Just for that, we're gonna find that on fucking Bardcore. You know, I don't like him to listen to it. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if anybody listening wants to hear something fucking hilarious but also really weirdly good, look up Bardcore on YouTube. It's just you'll find. Just just look it up. It's it's great music. Best. It's the best. When it, the best whenever music. I first joined your campaigns and you were playing that, it fucked with my head because I didn't like I didn't know bard chord was a thing and I'd yeah. hear like tunes of songs that I understood and then I'd like zone back out and then I'd hear something I like remembered again and be like is this that song or not that's exactly the point <laughs> it's the best thing because it like scratches your brain in like so many different parts like it's just it's all up in there it's very good it's, it's, very it's good. fantastic just waiting to hear Eminem and bard chord oh my god the Eminem songs in Bardcore are great. Just wait till you're Ghostbusters in Bardcore. That is never gonna happen. You haven't lived until you heard some some poor pillager uh, <laughs> play, play uh, Lose Yourself on a lute. Through the through for, the fire and flames, Bardcore. For for your for your context. <laughs> oh my God, Master of Puppets in Bardcore. <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit of context for you. Oh my god, wait, no, now I gotta have to look up fucking running up that hill and Master of Puppets on Bardcore after this. Oh my god, they, no. They are, they are really running that song into the ground. They really are. Like, it was a good song and then I'm like, whoa, like, this is this is worse than the cranberry juice. I know, can we, can we stop? Can't we? Like, it's a beautiful song. I want to keep give give that woman all that money, but like, like we don't need like over tone it. You got tone in hand. Thirty mm -hmm. fucking YouTube covers. Like, stop it. <laughs> stop. Okay, yeah. It's stuck in my head now. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, that's one of those good songs that like, I think we I mentioned this before, or maybe I was saving it for Black Hole Tangents, but it's like, what's a song that like was released before movie but now that everybody hears it they can only think of it with that movie like it's oh um for me i, um... I really so like i feel like with running up that hill it's just it's so stranger things embedded yeah. even though like kate bush obviously like Johnny, after that Johnny came out good. listen Johnny Johnny good. Good. back to the future yeah yep okay the theme song from lost boys Oh, oh yeah. still believe. Dun, 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 dun. So also in that in that same way, Power of Love. Yes. Also Back to the Future, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Huey Lewis. Uh, what's their fucking the song from American Psycho? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yeah. no, that, that's not Huey Lewis. That's Phil. Oh, wait, no, is no. it Huey Lewis? Huey oh, Lewis. No, Huey, Huey Lewis did hit to be swear. Yes. Mm. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Cause just his whole his whole fucking speech while he's just oh my god preparing uh, to murder this guy Mr. the, the was hmm? Mr. Blue Sky for um uh, oh. Guardians of the Gal Galaxy oh my god yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh oh Axel F for Beverly Hills Cop I literally heard that in a party city the other day and I was like yo I haven't heard the full song of this in a while count. <laughs> no. If you're yep. if, if you're thinking of Phil Collins, Calling in the Air, or the Tarzan soundtrack, which one? Goes first? Which one goes first? Which one goes first? It's the Tarzan soundtrack for me. 
For sure, for sure. Okay. Um Welcome to the jungle, Mega Mind. Ooh, mm-hmm. Really? Grand mm-hmm. Theft, for me it's Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. No, that's good too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got uh, fucking Paradise City five. from pa- Burnout Paradise. Expendables. Fucking yeah. uh Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> Dangerous Minds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a good amount of them. There's a good there's amount a, of them. Yeah. Sure. There's a lot. Fuck. There is a dude who it's probably on somewhere on TikTok. And I don't have it. It was only shared to me. Um a dude went to I think it was Emerald City Comic Con recently, dressed as Patrick Bateman. Rolling huh. up. And he was like, have you ever heard this band? And he just pulled the fucking CD of Who You Lose in the News. And I Did was you like, see the second video where he pulled out the business card? No. Oh my god. I love see every single time. Every single fucking time. There was, okay, there was a weirdly hyper-specific one that was like on my For You page the other day. That was exactly that scene. But it was like these guys recreating that scene in American Psycho where they're doing the business cards. But it's specifically IT guys. And it's like when IT guys show off their keyboards. And like like they're, sh- like they're pulling out fucking different like keyboards from their pockets and shit. And the one at the end that makes him go crazy that's like, let's see your, let's see your keyboard. Uh, it's like a fucking keyboard with no keys, just completely blank keys. <laughs> I have no idea why that one's... Well, I mean, I do know why that one super got me, but it's just so hyper-specific. I love when that happens, but then sometimes I'm still just so scared when it happens. I'm like, Jesus Christ, TikTok. Okay, I get it. I get it. You can read my goddamn mind. Great. Thank you. TikTok showed me the shopping center outside, like, just down the road from me. It showed me a video of someone in that shopping center. Yo, TikTok showed my, my posts. Apparently showed one of my like my posts to one of my like uh uh like someone I work with's daughter. Wait, what? Like oh. I like I I I posted something on TikTok and then all of a sudden I was at work and like this coworker of mine walks past my desk and he's like, "Oh, hey, so uh so how 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 you like that TikTok app? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, that video was kind of funny. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, how the fuck did he see that video? And he's like, yeah, my daughter showed it to me at home this weekend. I was like, what? Mm, mm, I'm, like, mm. I'm like, why am I on your daughter's TikTok? I was cracking up because, like, there. one of Jason's <laughs> showed up. And I was like, oh, this is funny. I'm going to like it. But then I saw it was from, like, June. And I'm like... Does I feel like it's too long ago to like it? Like, no, do it. It's still good. <laughs> like, what is Gabe's twices about? Like, is yeah. timeless. it's timeless. That's the thing because it's, it's just almost like so, it's always so hashtag relatable. Yeah, but it's it's like one of those things, you know, like on you know, like Instagram, where you're like, oh, I can't like this post from like six months ago. That feels like I'm just doom scrolling their feed. Like, but see, but see, here's the thing. You like the post? Okay. See, you only really do that because you know Gabe. <laughs> if you didn't know Gabe, you would still do it, right? That's valid. The TikTok oh. algorithm is absolutely fucked to just like the post and move on. Okay, I'll do it. I'll just do think it. about it this way. I'm gonna think go through. It. I'm gonna like like and interact with everything on there. 
Think about it I like your homies Etsy page. Because it will make the algorithm mad at me and then I'll get shadow banned. Okay, never mind. I'll just like two. Think about it like like uh, like your homie's Etsy page, where it's like, yeah, you you like your homie might offer to hook you up, but you still want to buy like buy something full price to support the homie. True. I just feel it's really weird. You need to have like a mathematical algorithm to understand the algorithm of TikTok to be like, no, don't do this, but you have to do this to like give help like my engagement, but not this. Like honestly, it's like that weird balance. Not like, nearly as complicated as you would think. The reason there's, like, some complicated things with, like, the spam liking and the spam interacting and stuff is because people will purchase bots on the internet and yeah. have the bots to spam, like, their stuff to push it on the algorithm. And they have certain procedures in place to keep that from happening. I would so say, like, when you get spam liked, it's, yeah, it doesn't like that. I don't get spam likes, but I would say, like, half of all my followers are bots. Just... My recommendation would be to just interact with them as you see them. And if you happen to particularly like a creator and you go through their posts, I don't recommend liking and interacting every single one of them. I would just pick the most recent few and then just, I mean, I guess if you like them, you can like them. But Or any, you know. or any of the playlists, if there are. Yeah. It just always pisses me off because, like, TikTok, there will be, like, accounts that I follow. And so I'll, like, see, like, a few of them. And then they won't show me videos from them for a while. Yeah. And then I'll get one video. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I really like this account. So then I'll go and do it. And then I'll be like, oh, my God, look at all these fucking videos I missed. So then I, like, go through and I, like, watch them. And I'm like, yeah, I want to like it. And it's like, just let me just, I just. Or, like, or, like, I that like these people. Right. Or like that'll happen, and then sometimes instead, like you'll you'll stop seeing the posts, and then out of nowhere, like months later, you'll see that they're posting from a different account. And you're like, I, I'll be like, I thought I was following you. What the hell? And then you're like, oh, backup account. Yep. Okay. Yep. For more tangents like this, make sure you listen to the Black Hole Tangents also here on the podcast feed. Yep. You just gotta throw in that shameless plug. Yep. 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 Also, also getting us back on track. One D and D. Mm. Um, I actually have no idea what you are referencing this yeah, out, so. See, that's also why I think we're, like, semi-strained from the topic, because I think, like, technically... Has anybody here read the one D&D stuff, or are you just hearing about it? I read um, that they're changing feats, they're changing... Um, I have one article here, like, skilled and lucky aren't as good anymore. I Okay, here's the thing. I understand why they say it's not as good anymore. Okay, so for context, for those of you that, that may not know, and for the audience, 1D&D is the next iteration of D&D 5E as a rule set. Like, basically the next edition. They're not calling it a new edition. They're calling it an addition of rules that you can add supplementary to the core 5D&D uh, 5E rule set that we already use. It supplements things, and it changes things up. There are, it's made to be compatible with everything that still exists with 5e. The thing is, um, they're changing things, and a lot of people don't understand the difference between Unearthed Arcana and actual stuff, because they're thinking, and they're like looking through the playtest material, and they're like, oh, this is the new shit. This is exactly what they said they're gonna, like, this is all the thing that's gonna change. Unearthed Arcana is something that has been for a long time. It is basically the beta testing ground for like for classes for 
rules for for spells for all t- sorts of different things that they're testing before they integrate it officially into the core rule set. A lot of people use Unearth Arcana as law anyways, or as an excuse to go ahead and like explore new things, or branch off of it and make their own homebrew and different things. What currently exists right now, yes. The only reason I'm saying is because like I, I, I read through it. I did read through it. Because it's not super long. The only thing that's technically out is character like creation stuff, and a couple of like basic rules and rule set stuff. They did change Lucky, they did change a couple of feats like that, and now feats have levels, apparently, where you can get a feat only at a... Like, you can get a feat at a level, but it'll do certain things or expand after it reaches certain level milestones is what I'm reading it as so far, but I'm not sure. But see, that's that's the point. I'm not sure it's still playtest material. No one's, like, been widely using it yet, and we're not going to know until the official thing comes out in 2024. These are just, like... The things and these can also get revised and changed later. This is like their beta testing stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the other major, I, like more than the feats and stuff, the things that I'm more honestly curious about when I read it is things like they're coming up with. There's 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 a term that I never read before. I'm sure it's probably I don't know layman or common in some circle that I don't know whatever. Um, but they're calling it uh, uh, what was it? Uh, D20 D20 skills. So yeah, it's like, what the fuck was that? So D20 skills, as far as I read it and I understood it, is literally just a term, a catch-all term for all roles encompassing a D20, meaning your ability scores, your saving throws, and your combat rolls, like all that stuff. Uh, that is a D20 roll. So all three of those together are called a D20 skill roll just to encompass the term the reason that they made a term like that was because i was reading it there are certain things like in the character classes and in like the different like um feats and and uh uh like skill lists that that directly reference d20 skills meaning that they're using the classes to kind of they're they're changing the class wording to basically affect a whole section of things like like one like the thing that a lot of people have mostly been talking about right now is the idea that it's like oh a one is always a nat fail and a 20 is always a nat crit dms can't crit anymore and um and uh uh there are critical successes for ability saves and things like that which has already been kind of like a house rule that a lot of people use i know we use it in our game already but that's basically just becoming canon now Like there's there's a lot to it. There's there's a lot of interesting stuff about it. But um one of the things that I find the 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 most interesting is I've been hearing things about how they're changing around classes and how they do certain things. Like, for example, grappling. Grappling got changed theoretically. And in the way that they changed it, it basically buffed the monk without actually buffing the monk class, without changing the monk class. Like, the the thing that they did was the grapple skill normally makes you throw a athletics check to see if you can perform a grapple. And, for example, like, a lot of monks, their their main thing is not athletics, believe it or not. But, um, <clears throat> they're, like, eh, eh, they changed it to where grappling no longer requires a skill check. It requires a, a combat throw, a unarmed strike. 
as if you are smacking someone with your bare hands, which now all of a sudden means that a monk who attacks natively with their unarmed strikes can grapple as a as a action just by hitting an enemy then doing the uh, comboing that into the rest of their skills and then still being able to uh versatilely do things without incurring a skill check of some kind that is straight up a combat throw instead of a skill check so they're changing certain things in like the way that the rules work a little bit to where it doesn't functionally change the way that that people play it just changes like the kind of the 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 dominoes where it's like if you if you make one fall the rest fall in one way they're kind of rearranging the lines a little bit to where when you knock one thing down it goes into a different way now but it's a little bit more efficient is what i'm at least from what i read so far that's just my take on it but um but i uh, like i said my my shit's not law and we have a long way to go until 2024 when they actually like release the one D&D book, which is going to go through a lot of iterations. And I'm sure this is not going to be the only unearthed arcana thing we have. Again, just so you guys can understand how my brain works when you said that they beefed up the monk. The first thing that popped in my head is just like that final battle in Avatar, the last airbender where like you think he's going to die. Then he just like, fucking yeah. pops up out of the rocks like beefy as fuck and he's like what a bitch and then yeah. just <laughs> I love that yeah no but they did but that's what I mean it's like they're doing things to where it it's not changing a lot it's not changing so far so far I should say it's not changing what you can do it's just changing how you functionally do it right so it's like same thing, different font, kind of. It's like it's like the same thing, different font, smaller manual. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I see a lot. Oh, of... trying to do that a uh, size ten instead of size twelve. <laughs> yeah. I just flipped it. I flipped it. I know. For me, I, I was definitely a little bit confused as someone who wants to GM one day. Um, I was like. Wow, this is coming out. But now that we know it's 2024, which means they got a whole year and a half to work on this before releasing it. Yeah. So just to learn yeah. more as it goes. Yeah, exactly. Like, guidelines I say, anyway. It's very interesting stuff. Like I was reading through it at work today and it's like, it, it's really interesting because it like, at least from my perspective, because obviously like I, I run games more than I play them. So it's like, I, I enjoy playing the games, but reading it in the perspective of like, okay, how would I run this for you guys? How does that change the way that we do things? How does that change the potential for interactions and things like that? To me, it makes it sound more like they're focusing less on... And, I, and I'm going to take this directly from their announcement video, but it's the first thing that comes in my head now that I think about it. Because in the announcement video, they literally said... It's not about taking things away from you. It's about giving you more ways to do more of the things you want. And also another th I noticed in that video was making more accessible to people who, like, since it's becoming more popular, making it accessible to people who wants to get into playing D&D. &D. That's also exactly. another thing I noticed, too, in that video. Yeah. Yeah, it was very informative. I, I liked the video. I think it's interesting. I think it's a little corporate, but we'll see. It's, it's just, it feels like one of those things like 
where so many brands were like, oh my god, we need to rebrand to like get the younger audience. And it's like, you really don't, though? I mean, to be fair, D&D 5e was released, what, in like 2013, I'm pretty sure? Is either 2013 or 2015? I'm pretty sure. I could be super wrong on that. Someone's going to call me out on that. But um, point is, like, it's been at least seven years. And before before 5th edition, 4th edition was dropped in, like, early thousands, I want to say. I'm trying to remember. Maybe 2004, 2002-ish around there. Could even... It could have literally even been 2008, now that I think about it. But um, But my point is, it's not uncommon in the life cycle for like D&D to get new editions at least in recently within this amount of time scale. My thing is it doesn't sound they're trying I think they're trying their hardest to not call this a new edition and to even though they're calling it 1D&D they're trying to like make it like hey it doesn't matter what edition you play it's just which rules do you guys want to use. Yep. I think that's what they're trying to do yeah. but I think it's I don't think it's entirely necessary, but I do understand why they're doing it because of, like you said, like the accessibility. And now I think they're now that uh, Wizards of the Coast like like acquired D and D Beyond specifically, mm -hmm. like the advent of that tool that they want to make, and the the idea of now being able to get like digital copies of your physical. Um, of your physical purchases and things like that, because now they're like combining all of their systems together. It, it's like, I think wizards of the coast is trying to set themselves up as the de facto, like distributor of all that is like necessary to play the game, but still aware of the fact that there is such a large homebrew market and such a large, like aftermarket for all these different, like, like tools and services that they can't fully ever say like, Hey, don't use anything else. So, if they even give that kind of an implication of like, hey, we don't want you guys to use any of the ways that you guys have already been currently doing it, they know they're going to lose their core fan base. Like, they have to frame it in a way, at the very least, to where where they're not directly competing with everybody. They're just going to set themselves up in a way where it's like, hey, there really should be no reason that you're not using us. Yeah. At least that's that's what I felt watching the video and where we're at with news cycle wise. Okay. For but me, yeah, one interesting. Because I know for me, because they had that um that big stream like I think it was early earlier in the year, mm -hmm. and they were showing that like the new um new modules that was coming out like one that was. They felt people felt it was pandering to, for people of color. Like, no, seeing a fucking module where there's a lot of black people, a lot of people of fucking color in these modules, and then also they gearing towards like these lower levels. So, and then one person, I'm a parent. I want my kids to be playing. I want to play with my kids. And I was like, I could probably probably get my little brother into playing this, like, because because yeah. I'm trying to get him back into his program, but. In the meantime, he has nothing to do. I'm like, one there you go. One of one on one lunch like, with him. For people who have multiple people in their households that like are chill enough to actually try something like this, it could be a really amazing experience to have like something like a D and D game to share between like people in your house. Mm -hmm. 
It can, to be fair, it can also very quickly become like a monopoly situation. But it all depends on family. Here's the thing. All right, look. Here's the thing. It's very important to find a proper D and D group. Yeah. Look to play with. I don't. I have to say this with up team time. I don't cheat in monopoly. I I don't cheat in D and D. I'm just saying, I just know how to play the fucking game when it comes to Monopoly. You go, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. don't go for board. Mm-hmm. Here's my tip: don't go directly Me? for boardwalk and party place. You, you protest too much. You go and also don't be the banker. But look, you want to go for the, like you go for the first five property spots after go. That's where the money's at. Yep. No, you don't. You just don't play Monopoly because that game is trash, and it tells you how trash fucking capitalism is. That's why I love it because I always live in a state of despair. <laughs> yeah, and I always like to start fights while playing Monopoly. That's like, so many of my friends like sending me the Sailor Moon Monopoly like announcement. They're like, "Here you go, Benita. Here you go," and I'm just like, "Please stop. I don't it, know." I love Sailor Moon. I would probably do it just for those figurines, but also, no, I don't want to give them money because fuck that game. I I have to admit that I used to collect Monopoly board games, like like the different the different ones. I mean, there's a lot of cool ones, but like, I was just cracking up at just the amount of people sending me that. I'm like, yes, I know you know me, you all know me. I get it, but also you kind of don't because I fucking hate Monopoly. But anyway. Oh Title of this podcast, Benita Hates Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like Monopoly smoke. Long-winded introductions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long-winded introductions is a definitely good title. Um, but like Monopoly, Smash Brothers and Mario Party cannot be played in this house. Mario Kart, we can get away with. But Mario Party and Smash Brothers, no. Mm. Yeah. Mario Party is just like... Mario Party it's, it's, is one... It's a doom. It's like a make or break of your friendships. Yeah, it's... Exactly. It's like either... Like, I feel like it's a very big compliment if anybody was like, Hey, I could play Mario Party with you for at least 25 turns. <laughs> like, that would be a massive compliment if anybody ever told me that. I think you'll tell me only 10 yeah. turns. Because I will... <laughs> uh, I'd barely play the mini games with you. Fuck that. Oh, oh, no. oh, break controllers. Oh, yeah, I, we will break controllers in this mm, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like if we would play that together, like, controllers would be thrown, whether at the TV or other people's heads. But, uh. Possibly both. Possibly trying possibly to bounce both. in mm-hmm. off of someone's head into the TV. Into the TV, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I can. Yep. I can find a bouncer for us. You mean a remote? No, a bouncer. <laughs> no, an actual bouncer. A physical person. Anyone who crosses the line in Mario Party, they get bounced by the bouncer. They literally, though, have... Bouncer. Okay, but they have to be dressed like the little the little cloud guy from um, Mario Kart. You know, where, like, if you're going the wrong way or whatever, he'll come in and, like, pick you up. Or if you fall off, he'll, like, come in and, like, pick you pick you up. So he has to be dressed like that. So then he just comes in and he picks you up and he deposits you in some different part of the house why do i this tribute why does it literally <laughs> sound like you guys are describing a scene out of silent library 
What? <laughs> with the silent library? Like, I could 100% picture that, like, being a challenge where they can't, like, make noise. And then the second someone does, like, the bouncer literally tackles them and everybody has to, like, try to not laugh at that shit. And as they break through the set, you know what I mean? Like, oh. I feel like I could 100% see that on Silent <laughs> I remember MTV was doing that shit with WWE wrestlers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, it was a, it was originally like a Japanese TV show, and then they absolutely put it. On, they started doing it on MTV and shit. I remember it from that. Yeah. Oh my god, that was like, oh god, that was a while ago. Yeah, and funny way to call out how old I am. And is, <laughs> you are not that old. You're not that old. Shut I used to watch Library on MTV too. I don't yeah. care if it was rerun. Here's the funny thing. Oh my thing. god, if you remember go, if you... MTV too? Fuck. Uh, Do you remember when MTV actually showed shit? Yeah. Okay, it was... God, that's still one of the funniest fucking things to me. Is like MTV going from music television to reality televisions. And then them creating MTV2 so they could have the old school MTV music television shit. But then that also then slowly devolved into reality TV. Because most people were like watching that. And then they were like, oh, fuck. And then we're like, MTV. Get your shit together. But then they couldn't. When did VH1 come into the picture? I think it was also the 80s. Yeah. Hmm. I remember, okay, and this is also definitely outing me for my age. Those fucking pop-up videos pop loved pop-up video. video because they would just show oh. you the little blurbs and, like, tell you it's it was basically them just showing the video and then just popping up with fun little factoids about it. And I'm like, yes, this is great. Like, bring that shit back. Like, make that a, make that a YouTube thing. Why does that remind me so much? Do you guys remember Next? <laughs> yes. Like the MTV dating show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so, so, mm-hmm. on them, right? The whole premise, the whole premise was, you like, they go, like, this person goes on a date, like, these two people go on a date, and they basically have to, like, go through the date, and at any point, like, they could, uh, either one of them could be, like, Next, to, like, skip them to go to another date or whatever. Like, in the middle of the date, though. And one of their main things was that they would do blurbs on screen of what they would be like, oh, they're probably thinking this, and it was always bullshit and always gaslighting shit. But one of the... (laughs) The one I remember that was so fucking funny, dude barely got off the bus, and the one was like, next! Yep. Yeah, he's like, hey, how's it going? Next! Immediately the second he steps off the fucking bus, and then the next guy walks out. (laughs) Like... Damn. It was basically the button or the box, which is, like, the thing now. But it was basically that, but from MTV in, like, the 90s and shit. Or early thousands, I think, actually. Yeah. Oh, man. Early 2000s. Yeah, man. Remember when Mariah and Nick Cannon were together? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're moving on. Isn't he paying her child support? Is he? Probably. Yo, I saw something real mean, but it made me. I want to know how much child support that man is. He has so many kids. I know. Was... Like on top of that, she makes more money than him, and he's paying her child support. Like, bruh, you fucked up that bad. You paying a woman who's damn near a billionaire child support. I want to know how much money she makes from just that one fucking Christmas song. It's got to be a lot, right? Yeah, it it's got to be every year. Yeah, that's why like so many people do the Christmas fucking album so they can get that mariah carey money but it's like, it's like how many times will we see her in times square 
Oh my god, right? Is, is How many he... times is she gonna post that video of like, um, what was it, Halloween? I think it was last year, like, she did that TikTok where she was like, dressed up on Halloween, and then it hits like, 12.01 to November 1st, and then it goes immediately to her like, Christmas song. Which yeah. is what she oh, said, yeah. it's either Mariah Carey or Michael Bluebley. Unfortunately, I do uh, not yeah. want, I do not yeah. want either one. Stop it, please, with the Christmas music. No matter what, you hear both of them in malls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love me some Christmas music. I just hate that, like, so many of the stations play, like, the same Christmas music over and over again. I'm like, there's literally, like, thousands I, I just Christmas really hate songs. that, quite honestly, most likely, as of tomorrow, we're going to start hearing uh, Christmas music. Oh, God, probably. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what? Because they start, some places do be starting Christmas music three months out. You know what? Thursday, Thursday, paint my nails Halloween color. Fuck it. I'm gonna give two month, give myself two months of Halloween. Oh my God, I didn't even remember. I didn't even think about like family Thanksgiving this year. Oh, motherfucker! Just, you know full well you're coming to my place for fucking Thanksgiving dinner. What you I know. I know. I did. I just straight up didn't remember it until like literally right now that that was a thing I was gonna experience in the future very soon. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel straight. like again, like it's just that weird thing of like 2020 feeling like it took so long to get over, but like 2021 and 2022, it's like you just blink. Like we're three months away from 2023. Yeah, it's not coming fast enough for me. Yeah, Bruh, I, I, it wasn't until like very recently that like I think I started really realizing that thing that, you know, every adult has been telling me my whole life. It's like the older you get, the quicker time goes. But like legitimately, the past three years of my life have gone so much faster than I've ever experienced. It's like I've never until recently really started thinking about time in like months as something that is quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, where like I'm like, oh, that's in three months. That's right around the corner. Here's like, the that's not something I've ever felt until recently. Here's my here's my realization for that. When I was building that Lego mech, I was like, wow, I'm 37. Oh, oh well, went back to playing that fucking building that Lego set. That's how yeah, that's it went. Risto, man, fuck. <laughs> so okay, I. I'm glad you had that because, like, every other fucking time, you have, like, an existential crisis talking about your age. Yeah. You're like, I'm 37. Time to die. This time you're yep. like, I'm oh my God. I enjoy the thing I'm enjoying. <laughs> like, I'm happy for you so, on that one. It's gross. Yeah. Growth. Yes. I, Dude, 2022 has been the year literal of growth. growth. I, 2020 has been my year of growth. I, I, I can admit that. I'm gonna... Uh, I swear this 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 will connect right now. I'm gonna be uh, go, like quote unquote going to like uh, like a costume thing that, like in a couple days. It's not even in October, but I went to Party City so that way I could like buy shit for the costume what's, and all that. What's your costume? Mm -hmm. uh, it, I know. It's it's uh it's supposed to be like um. Okay, I wasn't gonna say anything until until um. Until like I would desperately it. love for you to be Argyle from Stranger Things, which I know you know nothing about yet because you haven't gotten that far in that season. But I'm just saying, so you so, you uh, you would be a perfect Argyle. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so to everyone else, I'm telling them I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's like a like a vampire elf or like a demonic elf, right? 
Um, but in my head, it's uh, it's like Callie in the in the like uh, in the you know in the middle of the emo years. <gasps> oh, are you dyeing your hair pink? No, no, I can't dye my hair pink for that. But I have other things. <laughs> Damn, I was. About I've to never dressed up before, and I've uh, I've never dressed up before, and I, I tested it out the other day. I actually have like makeup and shit for it. Really? And I have like makeup and shit and temporary tattoos and shit for it. Like I like like and like actual like things to put on and like wear. So I actually put thought into it this time. It's the first thing that I'm ever trying to like quote unquote cosplay that's but it's still an OC. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't um wait for pictures. I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm sorry, okay. like, I, I know, like, I'm, I just, I am always so excited about cosplay and costumes, so, like, anytime someone's like, oh my god, this is, like, my first time dressing up, and I'm like, oh my god, please send me pictures, like, not in a creepy way, obviously, no. but, like, in a, like, oh my god, I got show you. me it's, your cool stuff. It's one of those things where I'm, like, I'm a little nervous, because since, I mean, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's supposed to be, like, a Halloween thing, so, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little slutty, so I'm not gonna... Um... I mean, dude, no judgment. Slut it up. Here, here's the, here's the one teaser, the one teaser. <laughs> we got horns, people. We have horns. Repeat, we got horns. Those looks like, were those, like, some Maleficent horns? Uh, these are not Maleficent horns, very different, but I okay. do get why you got the vibe of them. Because <laughs> aesthetic-wise, they have the vibe, but they're fully curved in a different way. Okay, mm. cool, cool, cool. They're, like, they're, they're, like, the, they're, like, the demonic horns, but, like, more ram style, so they're kind of, like, curved a little bit. <gasps> oh, nice. Nice, nice. Now, what Christian isn't showing you is the assless chaps that he purchased. <laughs> Again, you will have YouTube up one day, and you will see that in its full glory. See, the thing is, it's not assless chaps, but you're not off on the like motif. <laughs> but it's not assless chaps, but you're it's not crotchless. I was just about to say they're crotchless chaps. No, okay, it has nothing to do with my crotch. <laughs> I thought you were about to say it has nothing to do with chaps. Has nothing to do with chaps. Does have to do with leather, but not chaps. I don't know. I'm why. excited for this. I'm excited for this. It's the only reason I'm sharing it. Because if I wasn't excited, um, this is also my like my subliminal way of telling myself like now I have to go through with it because I'm telling people. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I was gonna say you know it's Halloween season when uh, Spirit of Halloween is starting to sprout sprout back up. Yo, for real. When Spirit Halloween start popping up out of the grave, that's how I know it's almost spoopy season. I, to some people, it's already spoopy season. I still crack up to this day about the time I went into the Spirit Halloween and they had um, a bunch of Hocus Pocus stuff, one of which was a shot glass set, but because it's Disney, they titled it Toothpick Holders. A two-ounce two toothpick holder is what they called it. I was like, yeah, two ounces. Sure. Two ounces of toothpicks. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Perfect. Toothpick holder with no top. Yep. 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 Full, full see glass. What, see what you did there, Disney. <laughs> see what you did there. Oh, you're staying family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> they just need the, 
Next they're gonna be next they're gonna be like Dis- Disney's princess line of dental floss and it's all thongs. <laughs> oh you have not watched <laughs> fucking She Hulk, I just remember that. So good. Dude, you gotta watch it. So dang good. Gotta watch it. You know what else is so dang good? The what? fourth fucking season of what we do in the shadows, you motherfuckers. Okay, okay, but I have I have one excuse as to why I haven't watched. All mm-hmm. the way I, have, mm-hmm. I have one excuse. Mm-hmm. I don't have one excuse. I have two. <laughs> I do. I have an excuse. <laughs> I, I, I have. We're already in the month of August, and I have barely made a dent in my seventy-six movies that I said I was going to watch in twenty twenty-two. It's now okay. good. It's now gonna. It's now gonna be seventy-six movies to watch in twenty twenty-three. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this right now, Des. This is what because I need to give myself a time limit too, right? New year, new new me, new year, no HBO. I'll wait until next year to cancel the HBO. Is what no, I'm saying. It, no, you you actually you can cancel it because the majority of the movie, the majority of the movies that are on. My list are not are not there, but they are not on HBO. That's the that's the funny thing, because yo okay, the thing that I really want to watch on on HBO is the uh, old Japanese Yojimbo movies. Oh, mm. like those I really want to watch because I don't know where else to watch those. Majority of ones that I um that are on my list, my brother owns majority of uh, the Jordan Peele ones. So I'm like, if I need to watch them, I just go watch his because I have not seen Get Out up, not up, uh, Get Out Us. And how many? Nope. Did, nope. But nope just came out, so just it'll just be get out and us I haven't watched yet. I need to. I need to watch those. And then there's one with um, Daniel Kaluuya um, about the Fred Hampton story, with him and um, what's this dude from uh, Atlanta that was in a uh, that Western? I keep forgetting his name. Uh, the Keith Stanfield. Yeah, they're both uh, in that Fred, they were both in that Fred Hampton movie that I really, really want to watch. But each the story say, just so fucked up. Yeah. So there are some definite movies. I will eventually get to what we do in the shadows, but I've been my Tumblr has been nothing but Reservation Dogs, Dragon Age, and what we do in the shadow memes, and just clips from the show. And I'm like, all right, I gotta, gotta, I gotta watch the show to understand the context of this fucking short, of this little clip of this person, of uh, Matthew Barry, mar- um, yelling at his wife, and she's calling him her, her little, um, oh, you yelling you, you little bitch, you, you yelling at me, you little bitch. I'm like, okay, there's got to be some context with this, like why she's calling him her little bitch. So I'm gonna have to watch the show now because he's her little bitch. Apparently. <laughs> Yo, can I ask a random question just because I'm ordering food for after the podcast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, thoughts on artichokes on pizza? Uh, Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Right? That sounds good. <laughs> this I don't mind weird. it. I don't mind it. I, I generally like it. It kind of weirdly feels like meat, but not. No opinions on that. Was it? I'm uh, for veggie wise. It's artichoke, basil, garlic, two forms of garlic, oregano, red onion, rosemary, and spinach. Where are you going? Well. Some upscale shit? 
Oh, artichoke yeah. and both garlic for sure. Right, right. If everybody no, I'm, I'm getting a mod pizza. If everybody had the same taste, life would be boring. Right. Right. Oh, let's see. Now, like a spinach, like spinach and artichoke dip pizza sounds really fucking good. Okay, so if you want the full list of like, and what I'm like not buds. even high. Right. Yeah. If you if you want the full list of what my taste buds are like, this is what I'm getting from a mod pizza. So you know how the fuck weird I am. Uh, the gluten the gluten friendly crust because you know, I don't want cauliflower. Uh, split in half pesto and white sauce. Uh, cheddar, mozzarella, parmesan, grilled chicken, pepperoni, seasoned beef, artichoke, basil, uh, chopped garlic, roasted garlic, oregano, red onion, rosemary, spinach, uh, da, 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 uh, ranch and hot buffalo sauce, drizzle, and that's it. That is a flavor explosion. Yeah, that's like that's, a nuclear bomb. That's, 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 that's what happens when you let me make my own pizza. That's like 30 or 40 bucks in toppings at Domino's. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it, according to DoorDash, 16. Damn. It could be but it's like, a, it's like an 11-inch pizza, so it's like that big. Yeah, local joint. There's um, a spot I go to that I've been going to since 1988 um, called Chico's Pizza. I get the meat combination pizza. Ooh. You know what, like, my favorite pl- my, my favorite pizza place um, by far is Pizza Mania. Like, uh, off on Telegraph. Like, over in the uh, city of, uh, I'm pretty sure that's Commerce, I think, still. It's either Commerce or, like, I don't exactly remember. But um, Pizza Mania, I don't know what it is, man. I literally don't know what it is. I swear to God, I think it's the water they use or whatever the fuck. But I, like... I've never had a more savory, like, pull-apart, amazing pizza. For some reason, I love Pizza Mania. Um, Brandon Podcast, Isaiah was posting about pizza earlier. And I was, but, I was like, the slice he posted looked good. It was, um, he got um, his pineapple, his pepperoni pineapple bacon pizza. I was like, what's the name of this pizza place? Simple Simon's. And I was like, Simple Simon. He was like, what? I was like, there's a connotation to that in the black community. And I was like, if you want to know what it is, just watch American Gangster with Denzel Washington. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, okay. And he literally texts, that's a, like a little bit of an hour before the podcast. He was like, oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Someone the name like, now you see. Now you see. Simple Simon's Pizza in fucking Galveston, Texas. Never thought I'd be shouting out a pizza place that's not in California. There's a uh, Simple Simon's in Glenpool, Oklahoma. Oh, shit. Oh, they, they franchise franchised. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Hey, Simple Simon's, if you want to sponsor a podcast, you know, I mean, we just gave you free publicity right now. Yo, hey, if you want to slide that my way, too, on your location. <laughs> See? You have a local Every on the podcast. now and then, I, I will have an intense... Deep craving for the Mojo potatoes from Shakey's. Oh, yo, for real. Okay, but like, who else goes to Shakey's for anything but the Mojos? Right, those fucking Mojo potatoes are the best. And yo. I just I haven't had them in like it's it's been literal decades. Come back to Cali, Benny. We'll take you to Shakey's. And I just those those things haunt me. What is Shakey's? 
Shakey's is a chain of pizza pl- uh, pizza place, at least in California. I'm not sure where else it is. But um, it's a chain of pizza place where it it's it's like classic pizza stuff of like, oh, okay, you go for the game. They have, like, you know, like the TVs and shit up everywhere. And they normally have like a small arcade, like in building. And yep. Mojo Potatoes are literally like their, their potato wedges. But whatever the fuck they season it with is crack. And on top, <laughs> like, of, and on top of that, they don't sell chicken wings. They sell fried chicken. Yeah, oh, they straight up sell fried chicken. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. They changed the they they changed the sauce on there for their pizza, and it's a lot better than it was before. Yeah, it's not bad pizza. It's pretty. It's it's. I would say Shakey's Pizza is like maybe seventieth percentile. It's where you go when you are at a middle school graduation. You don't go to you don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, you go to fucking Shakey's. Yeah, it's like you you middle school graduation or like you know you just got off the field at like a little league game or some shit like that. Like you go to Shakey's. Yeah, yeah. We had CC's Pizza. We had oh, one down CC's, here, and then they closed yeah. it down. I've never had a CC's. It's uh, mm. it is definitely below Shakey's. Mm. It is. It is. I it is put, below Shakey's. I will, put little, I will put Little Caesars over CC's Pizza. Mm-hmm. I like me some Little Caesars. Okay, but what? Honestly, you, I would concur with that, especially if you get like the Little Caesars fresh. And do either of you in other states have Piara Pizza? No. It is knockoff Little Caesars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they are. They fucking <laughs> it's literally are. Literally knockoff Little Caesars. <laughs> they fucking are. The only thing that Little Caesars got over PR is their deep dish pizza. Yo, but honestly, I like PR's um, uh, breadsticks more. Okay, but okay, I now I just want to make a pizza chain restaurant that I have to put next to Little Caesars, and it's just called Baby Brutus. <laughs> Man. That's funny. History context. That's really funny. Like I would let you know what the prank call for that place is like. And then right? he also he has you know like the little spear with the like one slice of pizza that's just dripping marinara sauce, like just. That means I'm gonna have to prank call that little Caesars and just be like et tu brute. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, this is why, like, I hope I never win, like, the Mega Millions, because I would waste my money on stupid jokes like that, that, like... I, really I'm cool. keeping the same idea I've been saying in my head since I was a teenager. If I ever won the Mega Millions, I'm going ghost. I'll pop up for the podcast... But nobody would never know I actually want any fucking money. I would treat it like I'm still fucking broke. That's probably the smart way to do it, though, to be quite honest. Because it's like... Yeah. It's probably, honestly, like, for... Not only for your safety, but, like, for your peace of mind, that's probably the best way to do it. Not that anybody who wins the lottery actually does anything smart with it. Mm, Yeah. Oh, that is my favorite YouTube search. Stupid lottery winners. Yo. Yo. Every time the Mega Millions come up, especially the one that recently passed, I always kick it on it's like, this is the people who I do not want to be. Like, how do you blow $25 million in three months, man? 
Like, I mean, fuck. it's it's like it's super easy though. I feel like because like your brain can't really compute that, so it just it feels like a never-ending amount of money, and like your brain is just like, oh, I want this. Like I can afford this, and then it like so it doesn't quite compute. Um, <laughs> I think. I think the only reason why I think I won't lose 25, like if I did wrestling at 25 million, the reason why I don't think I will lose it so much, don't have a driver's license. Bad. I, I know full well I can knock out my, my, uh, my fucking credit card debt. It's only like $200. I can just easily knock it off. But I'm just like, no, take $5 a month. That's fine. Um, yeah. Like I know people will spend like, but like, cars like you don't need that many cars you just need one good car nah i want i want this ferrari i want this fucking I'm it's like, like hey i'm i'm all for getting the car you want but like one at a time bro yeah if i got the money i would have uh i would have bought like a old car and then like bought the parts and like fixed it up myself i ain't gonna go out and buy like new cars and stuff unless like maybe person yes. is like yeah. have a brain. I know I would never the biggest like the biggest expense I would do where I'd be like, okay, I would buy multiple of these is like uh four or five houses around the world so that every three months because you know if you're like visiting another country it's like you got three months before they're like, hey, hey no and so, like, every three months, I would just be fucking hopping around to, like, some different place, just fucking living it up. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. Now, now, real quick, tell me if this is uh, in it. And then I could just in rent it. out the other ones and make some money that way, too. See? Tell me if this is an excessive expense, because I, I literally just realized this yesterday, and I'm sorry that I just realized this yesterday. So, I was talking to Oz about the makeup for the thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the the makeup came with one sponge, and I was like, I was like, why don't I just buy more sponges? Because there's all these colors and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Because then I gotta rinse every time, and then wait for it to dry. And then Oz is like, yeah, that's why we take so long in the bathroom, and you do the same turn on and off. <laughs> I was like, no, I get it. I was like, no, I get it. But like, why don't you just buy more sponges? That way you don't have to like be switching in between. It's like, do you know how much money you'd be spending on sponges? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> You're just now learning this? <laughs> I literally had this conversation yesterday. Like, I learned this, like, and forever. Oz very sweetly was like, like, Christian, Christian, they do this because they specifically wanted to waste women's time because yeah. they didn't want them doing things and they made <laughs> arbitrary tasks that to consume time and all this stuff that became a societal norm. And I was like, yo, wait, but like, mm-hmm. but like, that's fucked. Why? Wait. Mm-hmm. Welcome mm-hmm. to the Twilight Zone. Because straight up, I was like, there's got to be something easier. Like, I was like, there's got to be something easier than this, right? Like, do I literally have to, like, wash the sponge in between every color and let it dry in between every color? And it's like, yeah. This is the patriarchy. I was like, yo. <laughs> it's like, it's stupid so- little shit like that. Yeah. I'm so sad that I didn't think about that until I bought makeup for the first time. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's one of those things, like, you never really think about, you know? Like, there's so much, there's 
so much shit in this world where you're just like, oh shit, yeah, I never really thought about that. Because again, like, if you don't have, like, I don't want to say, like, easy access, but, you know, if you're not surrounded by it, if you don't know anything about it, like, how how are you going to learn about it? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... so so is that an excessive expense to be like hey i have a sponge per color i have uh no i don't think so mm. okay i'm pretty sure i've seen like packs of those sponges at like beauty shops and shit like that yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm i'm pretty sure that's not unattainable okay cool <laughs> um i have four colors and one sponge and i refuse to wait <laughs> yeah, I mean your best bet obviously is going to be Amazon, um, or, CV, or your local CVS. Yeah, doesn't um, sponges? I can do that. They might. I was going to say yeah, them fucking Target, Target, um, Target, Target, um, but yeah, there's like they have like little mini ones. I would probably say like for you, you can just go with like the little like they have little packs of like mini ones like tiny little ones you could got you, got you. just use instead of like going for you know like the $10 pack of like the easter egg sized ones yo they're playing two and a half inches tall that is more than two and a half <laughs> I don't know I've been lied to about size my whole I was always scared I was like a fucking pyromaniac because I always loved turning the lighters to like the biggest Yo, like, what? So I could be like, oh my god, look at this giant flame. Yeah, flames about like that long. And then butane is like fucking expensive, so I'm like, nah, keep it on the lowest setting. Yeah, but um, what was saying? if I was, if I was definitely had the lot of, it's only one car I want, and I know the area I live in, so I'm not getting no fucking Impala. I'm not getting no fucking Lincoln Continental because that shit's going to get fucking stolen as soon as it hits my driveway. Immediately, yeah. I'm going to get in something I know no one's going to fucking want to drive. And you have to be real fucking stupid to come in the hood to try to steal this car. Paul Walker's Evo from his last movie in Fast and Furious. You really think no one is going to want to steal a car from the hood that is the same car from a back... If right. in the Furious movie. Mm-hmm. Pre blue. Pre Like I get what you mean. Like, yeah, it's still less likely the imp- than the Impala, but do you really think someone's gonna look at that and be like, I would be stupid to rob that one? The only reason why? Because the majority of people on this block, and you've seen it, all drive old school Volkswagen Beetles. That's fair. I would be the only person with a fucking Evo on the block. Yo, the thing, the real, the real move is right. You get a car that literally no one wants to drive. You know what I mean? You get you a Cybertruck or some shit. Everybody <laughs> use that one. Who wants to drive that ugly ass fucking Elon Musk bullshit, cocking bullshit ass truck? Fuck Elon. A lot of people. I legitimately, like, if I had forty five thousand dollars, I'd get it. Oh, you a Camry. I'd get an electric vehicle, but I will never buy you know a, there's a There is an electric car that I absolutely want, that I really do want, that is like being produced as of like this year. 
Uh, have you guys heard of the the VW ID Buzz? Is that the one? Oh, is that the oh, what? No, so not the Volkswagen is reviving the hippie van, the Type B hippie van. Oh yeah, and it is all electric. And it is the VW ID Buzz. It even has like autopilot and all that kind of shit. All electric vehicle. I've seen that. Off the line this year. Starting at how much? <laughs> uh, too much. More than I will buy. Nor like most likely when I get my 2022 model, it'll be like 2030 or 2032. Like, we talk about, the, like, the VW bug being, like, a fucking dangerous car to, be, like, buying because yeah. someone's going to definitely either steal it or strip it for fucking parts. Getting yeah. the VW bus, an old school one, not the one that's coming out, the new electric one, that shit will definitely get jacked. Oh, no, but not the old school one, the new one, the bus. No, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying the old school one would definitely get, like, either oh. their parts stripped. Oh, yeah. Or, like, especially if you have the original bucket seats, the bench bucket seats from the front in the front. They'd be like, oh, no, we'll leave your car alone, but we're taking the fucking seats. Be like, gotcha. Be like, motherfucker, just take the car. Why are you taking my seats, man? Right? <laughs> like, that would piss me off. Like, no, they don't steal the car. They just take your fucking seats. And I've seen that shit before in the projects. <laughs> like, a per- <laughs> like, a person was literally yelling early in the morning. It was like, what the fuck happened in my car? <laughs> and everybody's, like, coming out and shit. They literally stripped the inside of his car. It can it can still drive. There's no fucking seats in it. Yo, what? Yeah, I'm, I shit you not. They took the driver and passenger seats. Yo, the fuck. I was like, I I was like, I think I seen it every. I I, I like I, at that moment I thought I saw everything in the fucking projects. Like, like no. Okay. That shit. I, should... I was like, they didn't steal the fucking car. They stole your seats. Yeah. Jesus, man. That's fucked. <laughs> I like, like, I feel like that would give me the opportunity to make the ultimate joke and literally just go get a bucket from Home Depot, though, so I could have bucket seats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, but like, I'm sorry. What is this? What is this VW bug called again? Oh, I put the photos in the multiverse. Or not bug, but like fucking wag. Buzz? What is UZZ ID Buzz? ID because, Buzz. Because the ID line is like their electric line or whatever, and Buzz is specifically this instead of bus. So the thing is, though. I'm, okay, I'm... but god damn it, that kind of looks fucking fun. Right, right. It's literally the it's the stoner van I've always wanted, but it's now all electric and new. Okay, and I swear to God, I swear to God, if you get that car, then I really a thousand percent need you to dress like Argyle. Yes, it's cool, but I'm not digging the front end. It's gonna be a race to see whoever gets it first, and whoever gets it first has to come pick everyone up. Oh my right. God. Right. Shake hands. Shake hands. This is yep. a deal. Yup. <laughs> this is gonna be my easy bake oven. Good luck getting to Oklahoma, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'll just do like a swap around and go from Colorado to Oklahoma before. Could you imagine? Could you imagine like the commercials I could shoot with a drone, this car, and driving up the Pacific Northwest? 
Oh my god, that would be beautiful. Like, I feel like I could shoot that commercial by myself just for fun and sell it to VW. Oh my god, that would be... Okay, so again, oh fuck. Okay, I'm so sorry, but again, this is how my brain works. Um, because I just... I just found out. Um, and I only thought of this because, again, of like a van driving up a coast in a movie. But they're making a Birdemic 3. What? Three. What? Birdemic three. Why? Three. Three. That's like that's like when I heard that there's like a seventh or eighth Tremor movie now. <gasps> what? Oh yeah. yeah, did you not hear about Shrieker Island? What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they look. Is Kevin Bacon in it? Because if Kevin Bacon is not in it, obviously, like No, no. he's only in the He's only in the first one. He's not coming by. They and don't the, even have breadboard anymore. And the and the pilot that um that he shot for our Tremor TV series for his potential return got passed on. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I would love to try to be like TV when Valentine shot. gets successful and leaves Perfection Valley. Mm-hmm. And we'll leave you with that, folks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you literally made it to the end of this episode, tweet at me at Desi is dead on Twitter. If you find me on Instagram, I will block you. Um, as always, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. There's a story to why I block people now on Instagram, and I'll probably tell that on the next episode. So for... <laughs> Oh, and if you're my cousin who's listening to this, yeah, I'm referencing you, bitch. Um, <laughs> for the Dame Mama Rider, the Clumsy Bear, and Quantum Limits, and for the Toasty Onion who finally got so toasted they had to drop out. Till the next episode. <laughs>